0: Hi, you're listening to Phil Bella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. Today's topic, I want to talk about when things go wrong and what to do. So a lot of questions come in and say, of course, a lot of my podcasts, Flashcasts, are positive. They're about good things, um, all the rest of it. And I've had a lot come through and say, that's all good. And obviously, I've had some great luck and things have gone well. But what do I do when things go wrong? So I thought, you know, that's a great thing for me to address. And I had to give it some thought um, to make sure that I've laid it out um in a way that people can understand in under the 10 minutes but um so here's here's um a bit of a process of what I go through when things have gone wrong in the past. And of course, I always talk about a journey, not a destination. And um, destination is all about vision. And um, obviously, the journey is all about planning um, and being able to pivot. And as we know in life, the journey doesn't always go smoothly. Um, Hardly ever will it always go smoothly. Um, And if it is going smoothly, we're probably not pushing hard enough. So um, here's a good way to be prepared or what I've done um, when things have gone wrong, what do I do? Um, The first thing is that I always express my problems, but I don't lose my temper. Now, that's harder um, you know, say, that's easier said than done. Um, but what I've always tried to do is keep the ego and emotion away from the uh, problem. And a good way to do that is to get a piece of paper and a pen, and actually clearly articulate the problem. So write the part of the problem down on a piece of paper, um, and really hone in on what the actual problem is. Um, I talk about putting out, um, you know, sparks, not fires. Um, so trying to do this quite early. is is always the best and work best, but express the problem. And the best way to express the problem clearly without losing your temper is to actually get a piece of paper and a pen and write down what you believe the problem is and it'll become a lot clearer. The second thing is I like to talk things out. So I like to talk to obviously um, confidants, close friends, advisors. I like to talk to my wife who's been obviously my best advisor and closest advisor to me. Um, But what I make sure I do is that, that I don't drag them into the line of fire. Talking to someone and getting clarity and um, asking for clarity is a completely different thing than burdening them with my problem or dragging them into the problem because I find that if you drag them into the problem, you're actually not getting the um, – the clarity that you're seeking, but rather if you're talking to the people around you um, then, and they understand it, then you've clearly articulated what the problem is. So number two goes with number one, obviously express your problem, but then talk to the people closely around you. And if they can, um, if you've clearly identified what the problem is, they'll be able to clearly understand it, but be very sure that you're not dragging them into it. And of course we've been caught in that, um, on the other side of that in the past, where we let our other people drag us into problems. So make sure that we don't do that. Get opinions on solutions, but don't ever let others make decisions for you. Uh, And that's something that um, happens a lot is obviously we want to get the opinions on solutions, but sometimes we're expecting people to make decisions for us. Um, That's something that I I always guard against is I I like to get opinions and thoughts. And I often say to people, if you were in my shoes, what would you do? Or if I was in your shoes, this is what I would do. But I don't expect people to make the decisions for me. Um, They're not in the position. You don't know what you don't know. And obviously, looking at it from a different set of eyes is good and helpful, but they're not seeing what you're seeing. So it's great to get the opinions and on. Solutions from others or what they would do, but don't expect them or let them make the decision for you. Number four is try to solve the problems, but don't beat yourself up if you can't. I always talk about are you doing the best that you can? at the time that it's happening with the resources that you have. So always try and solve the problem. That's, of course, what we're trying to do. But as much as we sometimes try and solve the problem, it just can't be solved. And that doesn't mean that there's no answer and it doesn't mean that we beat ourselves up. It means that we keep spinning that Rubik's Cube until we can find the best solution. But a good way to to, to benchmark this is, am I doing the best that I can at the time that it's happening with the resources that I have? Number five is meet the issue head on, but don't dwell on it. So you need to tackle the issues. Again, I talk about putting out sparks, not fires. The ability to try and find that there's a problem or an issue straight away um, or deal with it straight away is always gonna be better than letting it fester. But again, don't dwell on it. I find, um, you know, the the work I've been doing around Dr. Joe Dispenza keeps talking about mind and heart coherence, and that the body wants to take you to the past, but the mind needs to take you to the future. Um, If you dwell on it, you're going to be operating in the past, and we don't want that. You need to meet the issues head on, but you can't sit down and dwell on them forever. You need to get into that headspace of forward thinking. You need to conquer that problem and then move on. You need to be living in the future so that your body thinks you've, you've achieved that right now, and that's where you operate in the best space number six is give yourself some space from the problem if you need to figure it out but don't run away from it so Whilst you might need to give yourself some space, you might need to be working on it rather than in it, but don't run away from it. At times, I've seen that people, you know, they have a problem. It gets too difficult. Rather than working on it, they separate themselves completely, and they never actually put that fire away, uh, put that fire out, and it festers and festers. It becomes a raging, you know, blazing fire. You, at times, you're going to need to give yourself some space from the problem to figure it out, but you don't run from it. It needs to be solved because it won't be solved on its own. And number seven is take things seriously when things go wrong, but don't forget to enjoy yourself. And I say this a lot is work hard, play hard. At the end of the day, life is a journey and the only destination is we'll be left with memories. And that's why I talk about life is measured in moments, whether it's personal, professional or family, life is measured in moments. And we need to make sure that whilst problems are serious and can become serious if we don't deal with them, we got to remember to have some fun and celebrate the wins. Um, And celebrating the wins is something that I find is very, very important. And a lot of people forget that at times because if we're not celebrating the wins, then our brain is always operating in, in, in an area that is always about what's next, what's next. And we're not getting that brain and heart coherence We need that brain and heart coherence. We need to make sure we're constantly celebrating our wins, appreciating where we are and where we've come from and um, what we need to do to get better. So, um, as I said, in my short career to date, I haven't had a lot of problems or a lot of things go wrong, but I have had things go wrong. Um, and the seven things that I've outlined are things that I've done um, you know, to, that along the way to try and help me get through the problem. Um, of course, everybody has a different personality. Everybody deals with things differently. This is my perspective. This is my view. This is what's worked for me. Um, you take these seven steps and add your own or omit some of them, or or change them to the way that suits you. At the end of the day, it's about getting the result. It's all about getting to that destination whilst we might take a different journey. Um, So to recap, my seven ways are express your problems, but don't do business egotistically or emotionally, so control that temper. Number two is talk to your friends, get their opinions, but don't drag them into the line of fire. Number three is get opinions on solutions, but make sure that no one else is making a decision but yourself. Number four is try to solve the problems, but don't beat yourself up if you can't. Remember, are you doing the best that you can at the time that it's happening with the resources that you have? Number five is take tackle those issues head on, but don't dwell on them forever. Number six, give yourself some space if you need it, but don't run away from the problem, it won't solve itself. And number seven, finally, is whilst you need to take things seriously, don't forget to have some fun we need to have fun. And as I say, life is measured in moments. So um, for the listeners that have um, sent me messages about how I deal with problems or work through problems, I hope um, those seven steps help you. Again, it's my perspective. Take those, manipulate them, change them. Pen and paper is your best friend. Don't let the 60 and 70,000 thoughts that go through your head a day ruin where you need to be. Get that brain and heart coherence so that we're operating in the future. But conscious about the present right now don't let that past take over and take you back into the negative remember mistakes are there for us to learn they're not mistakes unless we repeat them two and three times so when something's going wrong tackle it ahead on be prepared and go out and be the best you can be until next time you've been listening to phil de bella and this is Flashcast by pdb